The following program contains scenes and language of a frank and explicit nature. Discretion is advised. Here we are. Big, big day today, Darren. Big, big day. How are you, buddy? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Um, did you notice my suit? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I was trying to figure out why. I'm not usually a tuxedo man, but today, uh, episode 100 of Rare Form Radio. We did it. 100 episodes. You and, did it. Well, just pretty much all me. <laughs> let's, let's be real here. Um, over the course of the last couple of years, I was abandoned by the entire Dark Matter crew and uh, co-hosts. And then whoa, you bribed. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What the fuck, bro? What? Bro, Darren, get over here. Give me fucking headphones. What the fuck is going on, bro? I thought we were fucking taking a break. We are. We we have. Just been. give them to me. Right. Fucking god damn it. Bro, I thought we're fucking taking a break. No, we are. We were a hiatus. We, that's and a, then I come to find out that you've been doing what? What was my last episode? Seventy something. Seventy one. And you're on a hundred. So you did like fucking thirty episodes without me, Darren. What, what's happening, dude? What'd you do? What did I do? I, I'm like I'm fucking mortified. I'm in shock that you would do this to me. Fucking twelve years okay. of doing twelve years of doing fucking okay. radio with right. you. I say that I need a little fucking break because I'm going crazy and COVID and all this. And you're like, yeah, let's do it. We'll, we'll, we'll take a little break. Take a little break. Is that you or that, me? That's you. Okay. Uh, I think we'll take a little break. Uh, okay. Hmm, and then weird. I fucking... Fu yeah. Hmm, weird. Really? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> then I find out you've been fucking doing these shows. A, a station, a radio program you and I created together. Yeah. And you just... Danny Hollywood, that's his fucking new name, because he's a, he's a backstabbing fucking piece of shit from Hollywood, looking for fame and fortune all on his own. I'd rather say he's from Boston. <laughs> um, Boston. What, what I meant to say was, welcome to episode 29 of the Dan and Darren show. Um, <laughs> Dark Ma uh, Rare, Rare Form has been on hold for 30, 29 episodes. How do I look? I can't get this. You look beautiful. Ladies and gentlemen, we are joined today... For episode 100. Is this good? Is it's this, great. Is this a good look? By my friend and my forever co-host, Todd Newman. Hey. How are you, buddy? I'm good. It's good to have you here. Uh, yeah, it's... I guess it's good to be here. I mean... You know how to make an entrance. That was pretty good. <laughs> unrehearsed, by the way. Yeah, it was completely unrehearsed. Yeah. Off the cuff. You had no idea I was coming. I didn't did even you? know you were coming today. I mean, I'm, I'm so surprised. You and your fucking Heidi's and Lisa's and whoever the fuck else you have trying to replace me. No, no, no. No one can replace you. <laughs> but they do go above and beyond your your abilities. Yes, uh, they do. Well, how they, are you? they actually care. Yeah, it's true. I don't really fucking care. That's true. Why are you here today? <laughs> because you asked me to come. Oh, okay, cool. Cool. <laughs> I'm regretting it already. I'm and regretting it, it. And it begged. I yeah, actually, yeah. I, I was like, I was, weirdly, I was nervous to ask Todd if he wanted to come do this because I think I, I've been trying to be very, very respectful. And you of, have. Uh, yeah. You yeah. have. I understand people need breaks. and Although, you did. You have been very respectful and I did need a, a, a break and like, you know, I was done for, for all intents and purposes and um, you were very good about not 
hounding me. Yep. Which Dan can be a hound at times. I can't. I can, can't he, I? He can. But like, look, you want what you want. Like, there's nothing wrong with it either. Like, all you can add, you have the philosophy of you don't get anywhere unless you ask, right? Yeah. So I could say, no, I'm not ready or I'm not doing it or whatever. Right. But once I say like, yeah, maybe I'll do the hundred. <laughs> <laughs> then it becomes what day, what time? What do you think? You think we do it here? We do, and I'm like, now I realize why I stopped doing it, and why everyone has. So no, no joke. Once you left, once you left, uh-huh. uh, set almost seven months ago, six yeah, and a yeah. half months ago. It's been that long. Yeah, yeah. Oh. No, I'm not kidding. I've never even, I've never even alluded to this. I've had so much self doubt about like and fun <laughs> without me. Here. You never let me finish. Okay. Yes, a, a lot of fun. No, but like I have had to like look inward and be like, do I push everyone creative away from me? Is it me? And Todd's going to say, yes, it is. (laughs) I know it's going to be a yes. There's a little theory called the common denominator theory. Fuck, 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 fuck. I hate it. (laughs) I hate this. I can't figure out my hair situation. I think it's good like that. I would would pull a couple couple of strands. Tussles through. Tustuses. Or tuck it into the glasses. How about like that? It's really good. <laughs> Little, uh, like a flock of seagulls kind of. Or a gayer Edward Furlong. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, which is good. Gay long. All about it. I'm all about it. So, uh, what have you been doing for the last half a year? I've been wondering for the last half a year how the fuck you got Darren to do this with you out of nowhere. <laughs> Darren, tell him the story. What happened? How, how did you come back into this fold? You begged me? I didn't fucking... Listen, I don't know why. We're gonna, let's wrap this one up. It's been good to see he, everybody. This, I'll tell you, I know how it went down. Dan said, he called Darren, said, hey, Darren. Correct. <laughs> and he said, uh, everybody abandoned me. I'm kind of feeling like maybe it's me, but, you know, maybe your tolerance is a little more than uh, white people. So. I hate it here. I hate it here. I hate it. What you is so, your problem, you insensitive asshole? Aren't you so glad I'm back? I actually, honestly, I am. But let's clarify. I'm not back. I'm doing the 100th episode right. with you. Yes. Right. So th- before everyone gets too bummed out, it's yeah. just one show. Yeah, so you guys can relax. Show. Um, but seriously, how has your last six months been? You've been, I mean, a lot has changed for everybody in the mm-hmm. last six months. Mm-hmm. Um, how has it been being home with the, the family and school and coming into back in the normal world? Well, What's I'll tell you here? this. Being at home... With the kids and the wife and everything, like, you know, for a long, long time is the basic reason why I agreed to come in today <laughs> to do the 100th episode. I'm like, I got to get the fuck out of here. And that is the truth, everybody. Those yes. are not jokes. That's not a joke. No. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's been, uh, it's been good here in LA. Like, it's starting to come back. Mm-hmm. But... Then again, there's part of me that was getting very used to not having to deal with people and like, don't fucking talk to me. I have a mask on. I can't see your stupid fucking face. Like, I wouldn't mind if the president came on TV and said, you don't have to wear a mask anymore, but everybody else still does. Yeah. Just so I don't have to look at fucking dumb sneers and stupid looks and at the fucking, <laughs> at Starbucks or wherever, like, you know, oh, can I get a double spritz? Huh? Yeah. Yep. Huh? I told you on one of our last shows you know, together like, that I've started, I started making faces to people under the mask. Yeah, yeah. And I'm 
currently trying to unlearn that behavior because I know now that you're doing it without the mask. Masks are going yeah. away, and they couldn't. They can go away by the time this airs. Yeah, L.A. California might have different laws. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm worried that I'm going to have my mask off and be sticking my tongue out at people, <laughs> and they're like, "Sir, are you? Or do you have downs? What's up? What's up with your face?" Um, because you're just like it's a constant perpetual state of tongue out, like <laughs> it's kind of that. So <laughs> I spunded. <laughs> nonstop but um the yeah. thing i fucking hate about the mass is i started getting fucking like breakouts from, i've heard that a yeah. lot i didn't get any i of get that really. sensitive skin you probably all your ointments and creams and they don't work lotions. apparently try not doing it no i can't um i need my <clears throat> beauty creams um i hated traffic has become uh it's almost like nothing ever happened that's the worst part about the whole fucking thing because like it was like one day it was just back. The it was was just back, and it was like two months ago, yeah. three months ago. Yeah. Um, I remember the first time I got beeped at or honked at for the first time in like a year, and it like anxiety just it filled me up to my lips with anger. Well, dude, that's a fucking real thing. That's why there's so the shootings are up and all that kind of stuff on the highway and and road rage is way up. Oh, I because, didn't know that. Yeah, it is. I saw a whole special on it like I don't know a few weeks ago. There was like a rash on the 91, I forget which fucking freeway, of, there was like four or five shootings, like just from road rage, not from like, there was that one story where the kids were shooting BB guns at people, uh, in, at the cars and stuff, like that's fucking kids fucking around, yeah, yeah, but yeah. like true legitimate road rage incidents have been way up and it's because everybody's been pent up for a year and a half, you get in your car, that's your space it's your world yeah you know so like people who wouldn't be volatile necessarily like walking down the street are way more on alert when they're in their car because that's their personal space so you get out and start driving around and you've been unobstructed or not driving as much but unobstructed because there's not as much traffic and then the traffic starts hitting and people are losing their fucking minds including me yeah yeah you know like it's like ah you motherfucker i'm screaming the kids are like dad i'm like well, that guy was a motherfucker. Our tolerance. Like, I'm not our- like, I'm sorry, don't, don't, don't take that cue from your father. I'm like, no, this is how you yeah, do it, I'm, kids. I'm, this is a teaching moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That person is take wrong. Take note, children. Yeah, I think all of our, our tolerance is just so low and not yeah. used to all this stuff. But and like anxiety is just sky high. Darren wouldn't know. He doesn't drive, right? You don't know. I don't know. Where do you get most of your anxiety from on a daily basis? Probably in my head. Just being in my head. Can't get away from that. Like, <laughs> can't get away from that. Dumb like, think mind. thoughts in your head like, oh, I hope they don't know I'm gay. Like, that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, There's nothing like wrong with it. You live in the perfect city. Well. And I mean, at the perfect time. Nothing it, wrong with it? I mean, it's yeah, gross. <laughs> it's at the perfect time to come out. Like, you know, there's so much to offer for people of your That's proclivity. <laughs> and honestly, like, if we're celebrating today, it's episode 100. I yeah. mean. I want you to feel comfortable enough to like let us know that like who you really are. I think for the hundredth episode, we should allow him—not allow, but like hook it up for him to suck one hundred dicks live. <laughs> what about each of us fifty times, or each of us fifty times That's today? That works. Yeah. Today, yeah. I already got twenty-five before you even came in. Oh fuck, <laughs> Darren, do you want to? Uh, you want to talk to us about anything? You want to let us know? I'm good. I'm good. You want to keep it in, keep it yourself a little bit longer. Yeah, maybe episode one sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, fit in those extra sixteen dicks. There you go. There you go. 
anyway, Darren, just know that like we love you no matter what. All right. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I loved you more when you were a straight guy, but like I still <laughs> Todd and I still love you, buddy. Um <clears throat> that's reassuring. Yeah. So you still painting? You know, I've slowed down on the mm-hmm. painting only because I haven't done it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've slowed down on the painting a little bit because um God damn it. I just can't get comfortable. I've only, I've slowed down on the painting because where I was painting, you know, mm-hmm. we got all remodeled and everything, and I just, I lost the flow of it for a minute. It's like the gym. Yeah, but now I'm getting back into it, and I've already started a few things, so good. I will reveal them at the 200th episode. Since the summer's coming, it's more uh, beach-oriented, like ocean and no. boats. and <laughs> It's still exploding hearts coming out of dead skeleton stuff. Well, I want more, because uh, I think... One of my favorite things that that you've brought to the world in the last year is the art shit. I, mean, oh, I, I talked about it a bunch, but I really, really love it. Have thank you seen you. his shit, Darren? No, I haven't. Cool. You should follow him on Instagram. He has a lot of his... He's a oh, yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. incredible painter. Oh, I thought those were pictures. No, that's how good they are. That's how fucking good they are, Mark. Well, I mean, to be clear, <laughs> or some, are they... some of his posts are photographs <laughs> of well, like him or his family. Yeah. They're all photographs, but yeah, there's they're they're big. They're oh, like okay. you know thirty by forty wood canvases. And Do you stuff sell like them? That. No, I think one I, look pretty good on this brick wall here. I'd say yeah, maybe I'll donate one right. to the to the cause. I like it. Um, <clears throat> all right, I'll see you guys later. Thank you <laughs> cool, very dude. much. Had a blast. Had a blast. Um, I did want to. <laughs> we're talking about like people getting crazy and getting anxiety ridden. People are starting to go back to the beaches all over uh-huh. America. And I heard a story the other day of a guy was sunbathing in Miami and someone just walked up to him and shot him in the mouth while he was just napping on the beach. Completely random attack. I've done that before. Been <laughs> shot in the mouth or shot in the mouth? No, I've shot. With his dick. Yeah, come. Oh, you were talking about a gun. I thought you were talking about shot come into someone's sleeping mouth. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> of course you did. And they wake up all upset. You're like, well, I thought you wanted this. It's been a while, folks. I got to get it all out. <laughs> Here's the place. This is the place, dude. Um, Yeah, that's fucking insane. Yeah. Unprovoked. Just like, uh, you know, you know, life's getting back to normal. I'm going to go to the beach today and lay out. I'm getting a pistol in your mouth. The guy didn't die, though. That's a bad shot. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know how you miss. Um, I shot a sleeping guy in the mouth and nothing happened to him. Imagine going back to the block and telling all your homies right. that. But that that is precisely why I don't go to the beach. Yeah. And for me, it's also the sand. Oh, yeah. All of it. All of it. Are the we sand, all beach haters here? Sun, oh, you, you too? I hate the beach. Why? Because it's awful. Yeah, it is. It's awful. Way? Yeah. The possible? only time I like, I enjoy the beach, which I'm going there in a couple of weeks or a month, to Hawaii. Oh, uh, the beach Heart there. It's different. I, it's different. Yeah, and you're in that setting, and that's what it's about, and the water's fucking clean, and like, you know, whatever. The air smells good. The air good. smells good, like, and you just don't give a fuck, too. But like in Los Angeles, to go to the beach, you know, because my kids will want to go, like, let's go to the beach. I'm like, fuck that. Run around in the sprinkler. That's it. Take a, take a shower <laughs> and put some dirt in yeah, there. Yeah, take a shower. There's sand in everything. Even if you're as careful as you can be, you have sand Everywhere, all over your body, all over anything you bring the there, car. all over your fucking car. And it's just, I don't know, it's too hot and it's just gross. You're just, 
It ruins your drinks. It ruins your food. Yeah, it's it just, ruins yeah, everything. It's everything. It's, uh, the beach is a fucking... T- it's hell. It's <sighs> hell on earth, the beach. And it hurts to walk on. Yeah. It's so bad for your joints and your muscles and yeah, your like, calves. <laughs> like, no step yeah, yeah, is they, smooth. They, you can't fucking look cool on the beach when you're walking on the beach. It is true. The then whole, you try and be like cool for a second. Like, yeah, no. Yeah. And then you're like, oh my you'll God. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. I think I blew my fucking knee out. But then it gets hot. And yeah. you're like, fuck, You can't hide fuck. from it. You cannot hide from it. Is this because we're city people, you think? I'm not a city person. I grew up in the suburbs. Oh, okay. So like to me, like we would go to like Hampton Beach, which was uh, like the shittiest, dumpiest beach on the East Coast, where there was like needles everywhere. Yeah. Like Needle oh. Beach. Um, but like also all the water back East is freezing cold as it is in LA. People think that yeah, the water, not, it's yeah. like, it's like 50 something degrees. Where did you ever go to the beach? Did you go to Orchard Beach? I've been, yeah. Yeah. Which is a piece of shit. It's disgu- <laughs> it's a it's a fucking armpit of America. Where where is that? It's like in uh, the Bronx, like off of. Yeah. Uh, it's it's in New and York. Jersey Shore is awful. Uh, it's te- it's disgusting. Yeah, I like the Jersey Shore to like the boardwalk is like fun, kind of for maybe forty five yeah, minutes. Yeah, but it's also but never fun when you're like fifteen. Right. You know what I mean? That's the other thing too. Like we would go to Jones Beach when I was a kid and drive out there to Long Island to go out to Jones Beach and it was like okay. When you were the group of kids. Right. But like once you hit like, for me, like 19 was the cutoff. Like I'm done. And I women ever have to go to the fucking beach again. Well, grown women enjoy the beach more than grown men, right? Yeah, because they get to yeah. sit there and do nothing, which is what they love to do. Th- then I should love it. <laughs> That's what I excel in. We Just all know kidding. that. Just kidding. We all know that. I mean, for fuck's sake. Um, Jones Beach. You mentioned Jones Beach. Yeah. That might be my favorite venue as far as, far as all shows. the outdoor sheds to work at, right? It's such a vibey yeah, yeah. spot. Have you seen shows there before? Oh, tons. Give yeah. me some of your best ones at Jones Beach. I went to a couple of Lollapaloozas, which Ooh. were which were great because you're there all day and there's a million things to do. Yeah, and there's Jones shit Beach. all around the yeah. venue. So if you're looking at the stage behind I mean, it, these is were, the water. Yeah, these yeah. were early Lollapaloozas. Damn. This was like. Eddie Vedder climbing up the whole fucking top of the thing and singing and my first you know. Lollapalooza was like 2003. Right, I missed all the awesome, yeah, yeah, all the, the good stuff in the 90s. Did you go to the first one, the first couple with uh, Nine Inch Nails or Ministry? Or yeah, I went Rage. to the Ministry 92, I think. Yeah, that was I think right when I moved, right before I moved out here. Maybe one of the last shows I saw in New York. God. I really wish I missed. I, I didn't miss that stuff. But I was like eleven and twelve yeah, yeah. when those happened. I'm trying to think. Any good metal shows at Jones Beach? Metallica's or Ozzy's? Yeah, or I Cruise? saw Metallica at Jones Beach. Yeah. That's pretty great. I saw Metallica also with Ozzy open up for Ozzy at the Meadowlands. Jesus, that's nice. Yeah, which was fucking. It's a hell of a bill. Yeah. Did you see? Do you ever see? They kind of blew Ozzy off the stage. I kind of, I, I can believe it. <laughs> not, not. That, that's the, when they were young and hungry. Yeah, not in the sense of like um, that they were better, but they were just so. There's a new thing around. This is beyond the Iron Maidens, and the, the, this is the new school of Motorhead. <laughs> you know, like right. that fast thrash music. So, I went to see them. Okay, I had seen Ozzy before, <laughs> and his shows are fucking unbelievable. When I Say blew him off. He didn't blow him off the stage. It was just a different thing. Like, wow, these guys are going to be one of the biggest bands in the world. Was that with Cliff? Yeah. Oh man, Master of Puppets. Oh my God, eighty yeah. six. Mm-hmm. God damn. I saw him a couple of times. 
I'm very jealous of that. And you get mesmerized watching Cliff Burton because it's just his head the whole time. Boom, boom, boom. And Metallica, boom, boom. They, yeah. they, 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 historically, they all move. They're all fun. But Cliff was like the guy. Yeah. We had a whole Cliff episode a few few shows ago just talking I about how... I wouldn't know anything about that, would no. I? No. I was on the Dan and Darren show when Darren wasn't there. It was the, just the Dan show. The, the Double D show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> you and I are both huge movie buffs. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that uh, Indiana Jones is in hot water right now? No. Raiders of the Lost Ark? Someone, as, as always happens with uh, cancel culture... Mm-hmm. Someone brought up the point that Marion, played by uh, what the hell's her name, the his the main girl in Raiders. I forget. I oh, know. for fuck's sake! I anyway, can see her face. the, the main remember. girl in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When Indy first goes to meet her at the bar, uh, mm-hmm. she punches him in the face mm-hmm. and says something about like, "How how could you do that to me? I was I was in love with you. I was a child." <laughs> She makes that comment, which I remember. I remember that. Right. <clears throat> so now people are accusing Indy of being a, a pedophile. Pedophile. Your thoughts. <laughs> so apparently, like, she she was sixteen or something, and he was twenty six. But here's the thing. Okay, you're accusing him of being a pedophile for one line that she says, right? That mm-hmm. she says, "I was a child." Well, f- you know. Um, what about like all the killing he did, like all the murdering, <laughs> like that they can, they're fine with that. Well, those were Nazis, <laughs> but I'm just saying, <laughs> of like, course, of course. And the other thing too is people, it's a movie. This isn't real. It didn't happen, which is why this is how fucking stupid people are. And I'm stealing this from Dave Chappelle right now. Please. If you're going to steal, but he's steal like people, yeah, he'll steal from the best, but he makes a point in one of his acts where he's like, and it's funny too. Actually, he uses Indiana Jones in this, in this example. He's like that. People are so fucking stupid. Is the point that he's making? He's like that when uh, you're in a movie. What do they say uh, when they have to give a phone number? Oh, five, 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 yeah. five, 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 five. And it's like because if you gave a real number, people would call the number. And he goes, "Let me speak to Indiana Jones." <laughs> like he uses that actually That's example. So it actually has come full circle. But yeah. People are fucking stupid, and it, it's not real. It's a fucking movie. So they did the same thing with um, some of the John Hughes movies because, like, in The Breakfast Club where he's looking, but he's under the table, bender, oh, sure. and he looks between her legs, and they show a little shot of her underwear, and he starts moving forward. Like, that's rapey, and da-da-da, yeah. But they don't make that now. Because right. of all you fucking people. There's no entertainment anymore because right. of the way the world is. Even though it still happens in real life. Yeah, and the yeah, fun... Don't, the, aren't those people yeah. Yeah, so, existent? Yes. But, the, but that was a movie then. Yeah. And we're living in now, and things are different now. And it's funny, and maybe it's because of where I live and who I decide to have conversations with. But, like, I'm pretty broad. Like, all over the world, I have people that I know... And are, I haven't heard one fucking person say that's just appalling what they said in 1970 about the thing. Like, I don't know who, who are these, these people? fucking people are. And yeah. I feel like it's like 10 people that have you masterfully used social media and to like make waves. And I really feel like it's someone on Twitter says, you know, Indiana Jones is a pedophile. And then they walk away yep. and they're gone <laughs> and they a uh, fucking they throw a hand grenade whew, and it's fucking everything's on fire. Yeah. 
And I really don't think that a lot of people agree with the way that the world is right now. I would say the majority do not. Yeah. I think I most people are like, we don't How do we this. stop it, though? Like, there's no, it's it's out of control. There's no way to stop it. I mean, that, that's literally why you and I started the show was to try to combat that kind of stuff. And yeah, we'll, like, and then you And then you abandon us. So our, our plight has is frozen right now. Well, I abandoned it because I happen to know that you're a pedophile. Oh, shit. Hey. <laughs> how do you know? I Who just, told you? I, I, I'll tell you how Dude, I know. Dude, he told you? No. I'll the little boy told no, you? No, no, no. Oh. He didn't tell me. I'll tell you how I know. By the look in your eyes. Fuck. I could just see it. This one? The, the windows into the pedophilia soul. Hey, Todd, how are your kids doing? They're oh. still young and tender. <laughs> oh, man. They look so innocent yeah. and delicious. No, I just, I mean, look, there, it's been, there's been a few things that have been good about, you know, Let's get the Harveys out of here. Let's get the let's get the real fucking predatory people and 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 people who have fucking serious criminal illnesses. I'm all for that. Yes, please. Yeah. But like it's hard for a fucking comedian to even say anything now. And like that's their job. Oh, that's been uh, on all the podcasts I listen to, they're all comedians and that's their biggest fear and anger is like so comedians can't make jokes now. I just read something today online about Cat Williams the comedian and he said if you're worried about cancel culture canceling you for something you say you weren't that fucking funny to begin with Mm. and i kind of agree with him on that because there are those people that are still doing their thing and making it relevant by talking about it Mm -hmm. you know but like it's just it's fucking insane like it wasn't like this in the you know mccarthyism 50s where it was like you know people were accusing people of being communists because they didn't like you like I've never fucking seen anything like this. It's insane. Yeah. And it makes me want It's a first for a lifetime. It does make you want to just give up. Like, the world is over. It's done. Like, this is the ending. We tried, everybody. Yeah, we tried. (laughs) We tried our best. But fucking, you know... No dice. You know, Jimmy on fucking Twitter fucking made a comment, and now no one can fucking laugh at anything that's askew. We've become um, uh, the peanut allergy on the airplane. Yeah. Where one person has a problem with peanuts. Yeah. No peanuts did for I, Did I ever go into the peanut allergy story when I was still doing hmm. radio here? I don't think so. Probably, but like, do it All again. Right, so I was, on a, I was on a flight. It was like the first flight that I was on in the midst of COVID. Okay. And uh, so everybody's masked and stuff like that. And the stewardess comes up to me and she says, uh, just to let you know, sir, we have a peanut allergy on the plane. So if you have any, we won't be serving any, you know, things with nuts in it. But if you have anything that you've brought, snack bars, protein bars that have peanuts, we'll ask you to refrain. Okay, no problem. Okay. You know, like, I don't want to kill anybody. So. Well, you do, but. (laughs) So the flight goes and I'm fucking getting starving. (laughs) I'm like. I have a thing in my bag. (laughs) You actually had some? So I'm like. Ate a little bit of it, and no problem. Like the peanuts are all the way in the fucking caramel and chocolate. There's no way it's flying around here. I've not heard the story. Wait, by the way. then that—that's nothing. That's just okay. an incidental. I don't even know if I really did that. I might be making that part <laughs> to make myself look. For the more sake of the story, this yeah. really happened. But this is the this is the essence of the story. So they're serving dessert like you know it's like 45 minutes left in the flight and they're giving a last little thing 
And this dessert comes with like a little ice cream and the cookie on the side. And there's fucking peanuts all over, wide out in the open. <laughs> fucking so YOLO. Like, <laughs> so I'm looking around and everybody's got one. <laughs> like, you know, pretty much like a good over 60% of the plane has gotten served this dessert thing. So I wait a minute. I wait a minute. And then that same stewardess walks by and I say, excuse me, miss. What happened to the peanut allergy, like, and she goes like this. I'll do it into camera so people can see. She goes, oh, look in the cell, yeah. She goes like this. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, oh my god! I was like, so yeah. there's like there's like thousands of peanuts yeah. now all over the place. <laughs> thousands of peanuts all over the plane, and what her, <laughs> it was hilarious. So I mean, literally. The, the fear that spread throughout from her, the pupils of her eyes to her entire face and then body was like she could have killed this person. And it's, it's like, it's like her fault. Of blood. Yeah, yeah. It's like, like the scene in the Chernobyl show when the first leak happens. And but like, here's the thing. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. They, they, she and her cohorts went to every passenger and said something to them. It's like, how do you forget that? You know, like... She yep. just forgot. You have one thing that you can't serve people. Yeah, yeah. And she someone's just like, straight up. <laughs> she's like, a machine gun, like a, the t-shirt gun of peanuts. peanuts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this, so I, well, now I'm watching her. Now I'm intrigued. Like, is someone going to oh, fucking for you. go nuts? This is the best the part bu- of your yeah. flight. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's something to occupy my time. I'm like, who is it? Who's the one who's going to just... You know, it's just start fucking they keep constricting and they can't breathe. Because you've been wondering and, the whole flight, which and one I is do it? have a niece that has a peanut allergy, and it. I think a lot of the peanut allergy shit is bullshit, mm-hmm. but it is a true thing though. It does exist, you know. And my niece has had like they have to walk around with an epipen and all that, like, and she's had, she's got she'll dosed. go into shock, yeah, yeah, and it's fucking not. It's a trip to the hospital. It's not fun. But I'm like, right, who's the person? Who's the person? And like, I'm like, are they going to make it an hour? Now I'm watching the steward. It's like, how, what, what's she going to do? What's the solution here? Oh, my Is she going to get on and say, everybody, don't move? You know, like, we're going to come Put your around. hands in the air. Yeah. yeah. And and she just. Just let it go. Let it roll. Whispered to a couple of the other stewardesses. And they never fucking made an announcement. Oh, my God. Like, are and, you serious? And no one got. I mean, not that I know of, not on the plane anyway. No one got know? wheeled off in a stretcher when you guys landed. There was no reaction to it or anything, yeah. I wonder if that person who had the allergy was like in a middle seat and being like, what the fuck? I was <laughs> yeah. told I was going to be safe here. Yeah, It's all around me. <laughs> or if it was just some prankster, like I have a peanut allergy, to deny everyone That's a, a funny name. Do you, <laughs> do you tell them about allergies when you book the ticket? Or I when you're when about you to get book on? the ticket, I think. I mean, if I had a legitimate allergy to something, I would tell them when I booked the ticket. I would tell them when I got on. I would tell them at the desk before I got on. Like I would... I would wear a sign around my neck. I would have a megaphone. Like, a no peanuts <laughs> yeah, hat? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, with the fucking big red thing with the fucking line through it. Yeah, but yeah. So, and I was just, I was, I was one mortified in one way, but in a humorous way. And I was just like, and it was also a, a note of pride that I was able, like that she didn't know yet 
when I said, excuse me, miss, she had no idea. You would and think. And no one else said anything It's probably to her. a crew of, what, three or four uh, stewards, right? Yeah, the yeah, yeah, attendants. yeah. They're like two like, in the back, one in the front. They I mean, all know that, like. I was sitting in first class, so I don't know what was going on in the Obviously. Back. Oh, okay. Obviously. <laughs> that is fucking amazing. Yeah. It's like, maybe we better close that curtain before someone starts fucking dying. <laughs> I feel like if I had that allergy, I think I'd be too embarrassed to tell the airlines. I think I'd rather drive to wherever I was going. Well, look, it was also a masked flight the whole time. So it could have been that the person was wearing a mask. Listen, they didn't breathe anything in. Masks you know, don't know? work. We know that. No, I know they don't work. Fauci but. said at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Fauci said day one, masks don't his work. Leaked emails, things don't change. His leaked emails really just told us that they don't fucking work. Yeah. So apparently, have you followed that story at all? A little. I, when it first broke, I was like, oh, and then I was like, I, you know, I don't fucking care. Yeah. Oh, the guy didn't tell the everything? Like, who does? Right. Like, right. in any kind of position of anything. And also at the beginning, they didn't think masks did anything because no. they don't for a lot of yeah. airborne diseases. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. anyway, we don't need to talk about COVID at all because right. it's over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's over with. COVID is gone, right, Darren? So they say. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's a really good story. I'm going to, um, for, for old time's sake, I'm going to play this for the flight attendant. All right. This motherfucker feels good <laughs> i haven't used that in six and a half months As i hope you wouldn't yeah. I, you could use it i think it would integrate me into the show still i'd feel a part of things i will i will keep doing it we still do use the uh the lola ending the lola ending yeah. I'll, I'll get maybe i'll get the kids to record some new ones but they're adults now. although luca's like his will be like listen to rare radio I'm like, it's not an old school radio voice I mean, oh, he's well, a man. no he's like fucking his his voice is dropped. His he's balls a, have dropped. He shaves. He's got a mustache. Really? How old is he? He's 15. Oh, damn. He's almost six feet tall. What? Yeah. Is he for real? Mm-hmm. As an Asian? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, like Yao Ming over there. Yeah, I know. And he, like, my wife does have a couple uncles that are six foot tall. So, like, it's not out of the question. Okay, but so I was in looking the... at him a few times like, there's no way you're my kid. <laughs> he's taller than you now? Oh, yeah, by a lot. Yeah, look. I don't know if you saw this. Jesus Christ. Is he stronger? No. <laughs> no. Never. <laughs> Isn't it weird? Like, it takes, like, 40 years to become stronger than your dad. Yeah. You know? It like, does. dad's yeah. talking. I wouldn't know. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's so black, dude. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Wow. Look at how much taller he is than me. Damn. Show the camera. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, he's huge. You're a good dad, you know that? Oh, thank you. Yeah. You're a good dad. You say the kindest things about your kids on social media. You know what I mean? Well, that's when just you... for social media so that this <laughs> CPS doesn't come after me. I'm like, look at the post. What are you oh, talking about? Oh, then we're about? on the phone and he calls his daughter a proud. cunt or something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very proud of these fucking kids. Look, look. <laughs> I would never kick them in the teeth. No, oh. he, they are both really good kids, so yep. it, it's easy. Um, which one is which one gives you Less problems. My son. That makes sense. I mean, you know, my daughter's a woman, so she gives more problems. Mm-hmm. Hers, it's weird because it's actually easier to deal with her in a weird way because she's consistent since infancy. She's demanding and like, you know, has a way about her that you've had to learn to deal with, but it's constant. Where my son is like cool and mellow. And then when he does have a fucking 
flip issue or fr- flip the fuck out. It's like, whoa, dude. So he's easier on a day-to-day basis, but his flip outs are harder to deal with in the moment because he doesn't have them as often. Got you. You know, got you. But it's been a little rough, like, you know, with them being stuck in the house, they went back to school for like a few weeks and then they were, now they're at summer. Like, so it's, Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Yeah. So a little bit of normal life from a year ago, but even not that normal because they go back to school, but like, they're still wearing masks. They still got to fucking stay away from each other. There's like dividers on the fucking thing. It's like, you know, he doesn't, the kids don't understand what they're missing by like just interacting with other human beings their age. Especially at that age. Even if yeah. they're not, because I even, like, I, you know, Lucas, like, I could stay home because he likes to play games. He plays his guitar. Like, he likes to, he's a homebody. He right. likes that. Whereas my daughter's way more social, couldn't wait to get back to school. And he was like, I don't care if I never fucking go back, you know? Had a boy. But like, Same. I see these little things starting to happen. And I'm like, you don't understand the value of just walking down a hallway, even if you're not friends with all those kids, of just the energy of other kids your age being in your ethos. Right. And that is, like, that's a, <clears throat> that is a social thing that needs, that's necessary and that needs developing. And gaining a sense of humor and yeah, just yeah, joking yeah, with yeah, your friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just navigating shit. Sure. You know, like, so. And like his, his son, like, right when uh, kind of the, all the shit started, he's getting right at that age of, like, that's this is when you start going to parties and meeting girls or a guy, whatever he's yeah, into. Yeah, yeah. And like when you start getting interested in that kind of shit and right. then it's like, Nope. Yeah. You gotta take a year off a year plus. Yeah. In like some of the most crucial couple years of yeah, one's yeah. life. hundred percent. Yeah. Um, I'm curious. So I tried to, to get him out as much, you know, as I could take him for drives, stuff like that and mm-hmm. walk around places, but it's not the same. How old is he? I'm sorry. I he's 15. Is he going to get a license? Yeah, I've already started taking him like to empty lots at night. Oh, he's, he's driven already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still, I can't believe how many kids just don't give a shit about driving yeah, anymore. Even, even my daughter, who's younger, but like she's like, she'll want to when she gets to that age, but she's like, I'll just fucking Uber. I'm like, no, you won't. I'll fucking smack the shit out of you before you start Ubering around. <laughs> I just don't understand. Because <laughs> they, they, they have it too cushy. I couldn't wait to get my freedom to be able to leave on my own terms and get back. Yep. How old were you? When I was driving. Oh, were you driving in New York? Yeah, I was driving. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I couldn't wait to get on the train. I used to take my father's car like when I was like 12. Like I was my daughter's age and I could never imagine them not one, not having the balls to do it, but knowing what to do yeah you know what i mean like how to get the key and the thing and the ignition and put it in like but me and my friends used to joyride all the time when we were underage it's insane to me and, and like, somebody's brother had a car and we took the keys and you know what i mean i was so excited to like you said have the freedom but i just wanted to drive a car and i still enjoy it oh dude guys i am uh, i'm in full midlife crisis mode <laughs> let me show you what i bought the other day Oh, that's awesome. What year is that? I bought a 1972 Bronco. Very nice. Nice. I'm an idiot. I'm a oh, stupid nice. I'm a stupid fucking idiot. That's him trying to That's pro- nice though. Trying to prove to the world he's heterosexual. <laughs> is it working? <laughs> nah. Dude, pussy, am I right? <laughs> Dude, gash, fucking beaver, you guys love it as much as I do? I love vagina vagina holes. <laughs> um yeah, I uh I uh 
a few months ago, I bleached my hair and now I'm buying old, old cars that mm-hmm. I can't afford in a time when I don't have, I'm not making a living. Right, right. Um, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> fuck it. The world's ending anyway. Like, what are you That's saving up for? That's how I feel. You don't uh, have kids. No, I don't. That's the thing is like, I got to really like, I can't really get this thing because. Well, I'm going to, I'll figure it out later. Two kids in <laughs> yeah. fucking private school, but whatever. Like, but yeah, you don't have any kids. Like anybody who I talk to is like, ah, oh, this and that and this and that. I'm like, you don't have kids. It's fine. Well, here's the thing. That's my so stock answer. I, I ordered, like, the, there's a new Bronco that's coming out this year. Brand new one. The first one in 25 years. I reserved one. I have one on order. And all the money I've been saving to pay for that just went to that. And I'm still going to get the new one. And I don't know how I'm going <laughs> to No idea how I'm going to do serious? it. Are you serious? Yes. I don't know. I, and I, do I you know problems. how to work on that one? Yeah. You, do you know how to work on cars? Because that's what up. I always tell. I'm like, do not get a fucking old classic car unless you know how to fix it yourself. I grew up like cranking on engines and, and doing brakes. And mm-hmm. uh, um, I had two Broncos when I was in high school. More beard stuff for the covering up the gay thing. Just like vagina. I used, I used to work on cars I'm all when about, I was a kid. I'm all about tranny, changing know, the trannies. Yeah, Phillips heads and vagina holes. That's like my whole life. Vagina holes and, and working on cars. Um, stomping fags. You know. Um, <laughs> I mean, gays. Gays, I mean. <laughs> oh, man. You might have to bleep that one out. Fuck or you're going to get canceled. This is my show. I don't give a shit Look, anymore. Back in my day, fucking... Working on a tranny meant a completely different thing as it does now. Darren knows what that's all about, <laughs> yeah. doesn't he? I know a comedian who uses that joke. Well, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> what's what's the what's the setup? What's the joke? He goes, uh, some some some, and I blew a tranny. Yeah, I blew a tranny. Yeah, yeah, blew blew a tranny. I've seen it on a meme. That's where I got it from. Mm, so. That's pretty good. Yeah. But yeah, I do know how to do a lot of stuff. Uh, I should have it in a couple weeks. Um, I don't know the extent of what it needs done, but I spent way too much. I just, I, I'm, it was like a panic buy. I didn't want, I knew I wanted it, but I also knew there's a bunch of other people looking at it. Right. And when I decide I want something like I can't, yeah, the yeah. idea of someone else grabbing it, I'm like, no, no, you no. You don't have to tell me about addiction because <laughs> it still lives in me, bro. <laughs> when it comes to something I want, like buying it wise, I just fucking get it. and like, fuck it. Yeah. What about the kids' tuition? Fuck yeah. them. Well, they'll figure it out. Fuck them. They'll figure it out. If they want to go to school, they can figure Let them it out. Cry to their shrink in fucking twenty years about how horrible I was. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Anything new and fun that you bought for yourself? Do you want to share? Not really. I mean, I not not that I don't want to share. I just I haven't really. I've I got, slowed I down did a get bunch. A, I did get a new watch. Did you? What'd you get? I'm wearing it right now. Oh, I don't know. What is it? Ooh, ooh. I, green is my color. I know. I'm into that. It's the green bezel sub. It's hard to get. So when is. I had the opportunity, I was like, I'm getting it. Todd it's has never to gotten a watch that's easy to get. Yeah, I don't I don't like when... It's <laughs> not fun. I can't go into the store and like, I'll take that one. Right. That's not the rush I'm getting. You want a watch that you'll never bump into someone kind of wearing the same one. Well, I'll bump into someone wearing the same one, but the person wearing the same one knows what I went through to get it. Sure. Because Mutual they respect. have it. Yeah, there's a, it's like when you're a, buyer's, a soldier, you, buyer's pass, someone, you pass yeah. someone with a purple heart yeah, or some yeah. kind of like, yeah, a, yeah, 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 man, me too. Yeah. <laughs> I've been through some shit. That's my only real addiction Perfect. still. Um, I'm gonna take a I'm gonna take a piss break. Okay, if that works for you. Also, yeah. I'm gonna. Uh, he's got what he's really got to do is he's got to go jerk off because of all the tranny talk that just went on. <laughs> all the male uh, influence in the room. That's not true, guys. 
I am so he's gonna straight. pee after the show. It's gonna be cloudy from all the cum that's been backed up from the boners that he's had all show. If you must know, I'm gonna go pee in the toilet, pretend it's cum going into vagina holes. Because that is my passion. <laughs> because that's what you need to tell yourself to not blow your head off. Oh god. God, why did I have you come back? Um, also, while we're on break, um, we did something, well, I did something fun for the the viewers. You guys can watch that video right now, and we'll be back in a minute. I have some very exciting news to tell you guys about. Um, since we are celebrating the 100th episode of this fine podcast, YouTube super show that not many people watch, uh, I wanted to do something fun, and I found an artist. Well, I've been following an artist for quite a while, and... I first found her through Eagles of Death Metal. Um, she has done concert posters for them, for the Stray Cats. She's done flyers for bands. Um, very talented woman, and her name is the one and only T.C. Austin. How are you? Oh, I get applause. You get applause. Oh, good. You get applause. I'd like to thank the Academy. Um and God, don't forget God. Oh, God and Jesus, both. Yeah. And the Academy again. And the Academy, yeah. And then you got to end on? Jesus again. Correct, that's right. And my mom and dad. Thank you. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> You're very good at this. You're Thank very you. good. Uh, I've rehearsed uh, in my car all the way here. Um, the whole 45 minutes I sat in traffic. Very well done. Very well done. Thank you for coming, by the way. Um, I kind of mentioned it on the intro here, but I asked you maybe a month or two, two months ago, I, I, no I hit you time. up. I don't have a job, so. I saw your work on Instagram, on Twitter. Uh, I think, did you used to listen to Dark Matter a little bit? Um, yes. Okay, that's that's where I first heard of you, because we had. Probably. We had Jesse from Eagles on. Yeah. I started following him, I believe, and then somehow through that, I found your work. Yeah. And you are, you're an artist. You went to art school. Uh, Yeah. I mean, yeah, I went to state school, but yeah. Say it co more confident. Like, yes, I'm a fucking artist. Hell yeah, dude. I went to state school. What's up? Hell yeah. <laughs> and I, I saw some of your poster work <clears throat> and I was honestly blown away by it. I truthfully. Truthfully. That sounded really monotone, but I meant it. <laughs> no, I mean, for, for real, it was, a, it was cool shit. It was right up my alley as far as things that I like about concert posters and capturing. I mean, the whole thing is about capturing a vibe, I would assume. Like when you're starting a new poster, what is your intention? What are you trying to do? Intention. Or um, not a poster, but any piece of art that you do. Sell them? No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> well, you know, got bills to pay. And that's why we're um, here. No, I'm yeah. Kidding. Hey, what's up? Uh, I have a Patreon too. No, I'm kidding. Um, but <laughs> no, the, she's not. I'm, I'm actually not though. Please, please. I have bills. Um, but <laughs> never going to be invited back. Um, Truth. No, the, as far as like, I don't know if I necessarily have like intention per se, but um, I feel like often there's like something like that I'll have that I'll start with, whether it be a specific vibe in mind or even something like a color palette or I've done um, the stuff that I did for Eagles. Usually what happens is that Jesse will just say, I need a poster for this show. Do whatever you want, uh, which is terrifying. Um, but it also just gives me kind of the freedom to do. That's what I was going to ask. When you said Whatever. terrifying, I was wondering if the freedom was also a good part or a bad part because you don't it's, know what to, where to start. Right. Well, it's both. That's the thing about that is that I, on one hand, it's nice being able to do whatever I want. But on the other hand, having some 
constraints gives me something to work with. Like segueing into what we did, you told me a little bit about like, I guess yourself as a person kind of. And so that gave me something to work with and a vibe to work with. Oh, I, so I, before I you go any further. I sent you a Pinterest board because I'm white. So I made one. Um, and I should probably mention <laughs> that like the reason that you're here is because I asked you to do a poster for Rareform to kind of like celebrate our hundredth episode. Yeah. I haven't actually said that yet. So no, you haven't. I keep I'm I, picking I, up your slack. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. So um, I asked you if you'd be interested. I don't know you well at all, but like I was no, like, thankfully, I like <laughs> right. I like your art, and I didn't even think that maybe you wouldn't do it. I don't know, but I asked you, and you said yes, and you seemed enthusiastic about it. I was very enthusiastic. Um, yeah, no, it seems honestly, it's not actually normally something that I would do. Mostly because I feel like a lot of the time the artwork and stuff that I see for podcasts and other like, I don't know, internet media, that sounds pretentious, but it's the, the vibe is a little bit different than something that might be asked of me for like a show poster or a flyer or something like that. I like, I've noticed that those, it doesn't always overlap that much, but what you wanted and like who you are generally as a person seem to sort of fit in with the stuff that I normally do. So it wasn't something that would be wildly outside of my wheelhouse. And in fact, when you were like, <clears throat> you gave me like some sort of things that you maybe wanted or whatever. And my immediate instinct was like, Oh, okay, great. Perfect. That's probably something like what I would have done anyway. You s- like, <laughs> that's kind of what you said. Like I kind of yeah. explained like, uh, I like, I kind of like, I like horror movies. Um, I love the desert. And I, maybe what I was drawn to about your work is there is like a, an overly, like Western feel to the kind of stuff that you do on your own. Like when you're there left to your own devices. Bit, a little bit. Yeah. Like it gets a little yeehaw up and like, it, there's just <laughs> awesome. <laughs> no, no, honestly, because it's like, I, and I told you this when you were like, Oh, you should come talk about it. And I was like, fucking why? Like, I was like, I'm just like some weird, like cowboy that like wandered into doing art for people in bands. I was like, what the fuck? Like, and that's why you're perfect for, <laughs> for this. Really? No, I almost wore a cowboy hat. So honestly, you're lucky that I didn't. Um, it, it could have been worse. <laughs> Cool. Well, I'm happy you didn't either, you know, because um, we don't allow any cowboy hats in this room. So we uh, we had a little discussion, like I said, like or like you were saying about what I was hoping it would be and like the reason for doing it. And I really and you kind of explained to me that uh, when you're given like a task or a project, you can't you don't really want to explain what you're going to do. You just kind of want to ask. No, no, but you're you are an artist and everyone has their own way of doing it. Like you, you don't want tons of direction, which is good because no, I, I, don't I don't really know really. how to, I don't really know how to give it either. So you, you basically said to me, just let me figure something out and I'll send it to you in like a week or something like that. Yeah, that would probably, yeah, that feels right. That sounds like something I would say. Something like that. <laughs> and you're like, you, you may hate it. You may love it, uh, but it's going to be what it is or we're not doing it. Basically, it was kind of. Uh, to be fair, I didn't threaten you. No, 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 no. <laughs> but, you, but, but you kind of said like. I do this thing. This is the idea that I have. Yeah. And if you like it, cool. If not, I mean, if you hated it, I would have changed it. I mean, without question, I wasn't. Fuck, I wasn't. Why didn't I say I hated it? Damn it! I wouldn't have been like, oh, okay, never mind, bye. Like, no. But a lot of times, I think for me, I just I have also. It sounds like a brag, but I have yet to have that experience of somebody being like, um, actually, I don't know if that's what I'm after. But usually, yeah, a lot of my, I guess, process is really. I don't know. It's it's more about like sort of capturing, I don't know, like a, 
a vibe, I guess, as you said, like, like you told me you were really into horror movies and all this other stuff. And which I, I mean, anybody who follows you on Instagram knows that about you, but like, you know, we had like a further kind of discussion about it and you were like, oh, it would be cool if it could be these colors and this and this. And I was like, well, great. Everything I do is orange anyway. So it's fine. Um, and <laughs> that's what that, I think that's why I said that I was like, oh, it's probably exactly what I would have done anyway. Yeah. Um, and but, the colors of the show, like, yeah, I think you were, you, you had looked at our Instagram or followed it already, but yeah, our kind of color theme that we have for the show is also kind of in line with what you do. Yeah. Like, so like chances are, even if you hadn't said anything about it, it would have ended up like red and orange anyway, because I do that. Should we show everything. it? If, do you want to do that? I'm going to show it to people right now. This is, so what we're doing basically is we made, she made 50 posters, which are like individually hand screened. And before I show, can you explain what makes that so like <laughs> um, special? Like why? If people don't know what hand screening is, can you walk us through the process? Um, it's hard to do without, like, I recommend if you genuinely have never seen it before, look it up on YouTube. And that's not me just being like, oh, I don't want to explain myself. Genuinely, it's, like, interesting to look at. I'm also a little bit biased here, but... Um, no, it really is a fascinating process. But basically, it's the same as... A, a lot of people have maybe tried printing t-shirts and stuff like that, and a lot of people don't realize that it's actually the same method, essentially, that ends up on paper but basically the way that I've done it is it's this particular one is three colors it's black red and orange um and essentially I'm just printing one layer of ink at a time so I'll do like I think I sent you a photo where it'll just be 50 just orange rectangles and I was like what of the, the background I'm like, this like, is, like what the this fuck is, not, is this I don't like, think this is gonna be very good <laughs> I don't think she knows what she's doing because I don't understand the process totally but now I completely yeah. do the yeah it basically just taking each layer of ink and doing sort of one at a time. And so I'll do, you know, all 50 of the orange layer and then all 50 of red and then all 50 of black on top of that. And so it's similar to doing like a, a graphic t-shirt or something like that. But, you know, a lot of times if you have more advanced like equipment, I guess you can do that shit is done for you, you know, via like a robot or even just like not having to actually physically pull the ink yourself. You can just sort of you know, it's less a strain on your wrists, which right. um, would be nice, but... <laughs> someday, someday. <laughs> right, <laughs> subscribe to my Patreon. Go to the Patreon. Please. Right. Patreon.com oh slash TC Austin. <laughs> no, but the, yeah, that's honestly to me um, the main thing that differentiates doing them by hand versus doing them, I guess, a different way. There's also levels of automation to stuff like that, like whether you, like, you know, you can hand pull your ink but have things that will you know like you can have individual things that will rotate and keep your layers lined up for you I don't do that because I'm stupid um I just mark with tape on my desk um but I also do I basically do everything by hand like I'm not a digital artist like at all so the entire process for me it's is done by hand digital artist cheating I'm, I'm not gonna say that the reason I don't do it is because it's fucking hard yeah. and I'm not good at it and I give up on things I'm not good at so um <laughs> it's a good attitude <laughs> If, if right. at first you don't succeed, quit. Don't try again. Quit. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Um, and no, but, and so like to make the initial designs and stuff, I think I sent it to you that I was drawing everything by hand, like with a pencil on, you know, pencil on paper. And then I was, you know, painting things with acrylic paint. It was like old like school that. shit, like straight up art class stuff. Yeah. Because that's the only, that's the only real way that I do it. You know, like you can print that shit out from a computer and stuff like that. But like I said, like I'm not a digital artist, you know? And so there's more to that process. Like when I do stuff by hand, it's, an even more 
sort of strenuous and like hand-done process. And that's not to say that like doing that stuff digitally is bad in any capacity. I just don't, you know, I just am not good at drawing on a tablet. So I draw it by hand with a fucking pencil or whatever. And, mm-hmm. you know, and I was a painter before I was making posters. So it makes sense for me to paint stuff with acrylic or whatever the fuck to make like the actual, you know, transparencies that go on the screens. Mm-hmm. So it just was a natural transition from the shit that I was already doing. So we, what we did was like, I think I said that we did 50 hand screened posters that we're going to put on Patreon first. And then if the Patreon people don't scoop them up, they're going to go to the masses. But I would like to show one right now. This is number one of 50. And I really am so touched that you did this. Like you really killed it. And I am so stoked. And here it is, everybody. Here it is. What a fucking beauty. Oh, um, yeah. The, when I sent you a weird cryptic message that said, like, send me a photo of your left hand and you just did it without asking questions. Yeah, I am. Um, <laughs> that's a, well, no, I've been asked for one other hand photo before, but that was my second time. Why? It was still fresh to me. What's that? Why? It was for my tattoo artist. Oh, yep. okay. Fair enough. Um, I was hoping it was something weirder. But if you look close, like pick up, pick up the poster. You have one, oh. you have a, that's number two of 50. I do, yeah. Um, Where's my camera? Oh, here it is. Right, you can look, you can yeah, look right there. Yeah, so unprofessional. Walk us through, like, what, where the idea come from? How did you execute it? What was, just the whole thought process. It's, okay. It's neat to me. Because I, I haven't, is, I haven't even asked you yet, like, to walk me through. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, it. I guess you haven't. This yeah. is also so funny to me because this, um, as an aside, this reminds me of when I used to do, like, critiques in school. Mm-hmm. I'd have to, like, present my work and fucking explain myself. I'm like... Um, and now only the whole internet is judging you. So right, exactly. no pressure. Y'all will be nicer than my fucking illustration teachers. It's fine. <laughs> One time I had an illustration teacher tell me I should consider a different major. So Wow. Um, I had a, my English teacher told me to drop out of school because I would never amount to anything. Ooh, nice. So high five. It was not a high five, by the way. Whatever. Fist bump. I'm stupid. I'm old. All right. So what's up <laughs> That's here? okay. I'm not old. I'm just stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically what where it came from was that you basically told me you were like oh it'd be kind of cool if it was like an old horror movie poster and i took that and ran with it um and i oh great yeah put a shit ton of them up um and uh what i did basically was usually if i have something in mind that i want to make it like or similar to um i will gather a bunch of resources of that thing Mm-hmm. So what I did for you was I, and I actually sent it to you, which that still exists, by the way, if you ever want to look at it again, um, <laughs> I should send you the link. You can post it. Um, but basically I just looked at a bunch of old, I think there was like, there was, a, there was horror stuff, but there was also other weird shit in there too, that just had a vibe that I like. Like, I think there was like a Django poster and like a vertigo poster yeah, 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 yeah. and stuff like that, no. which I really liked. Um, there was some other random, like, concert posters in there too mm-hmm. um and i basically just picked out bits and pieces of what i thought made old horror posters what they were and so usually like what it is for me is like taking the thing that i'm trying to make it similar to and distilling it down and figuring out what those elements are that make it look like what it is and make it recognizable so in this case what i actually did very specifically <laughs> i was actually hoping i get to talk about this because nobody gives a shit so like now i have a captive audience do it please um, <laughs> but um i actually this font was actually part of that because i noticed that a big thing was that in a lot of older like 40s like 30s to 50s horror posters usually the font was kept pretty simple and it didn't compete with whatever illustration was happening in any way. 
but you get later into the like 80s and 90s and you start to get the appearance of like scary fonts Mm. so which gives like a horror effect like or you think about like um you're you probably have no idea do you like goosebumps books from like the 90s for fuck's sake I'm old, but I know what Goosebumps is. Listen, I wasn't sure if you'd have a reason to read them. Do you know what the Hardy Boys is? Yeah, of course I do. All right, so I know what Goosebumps is for fuck's sake. In my defense, I figured like... Millennials. (laughs) (laughs) I hate you so much. Why am I here? Um, Anyway, but you you start to see a lot of that stuff where the font is kind of used to also convey genre. Like you get like that kind of scary like blood drip fonts or scratchy stuff like that but on older posters the thing that often is what unintentionally sort of tells your brain that it's older is the fact that illustration and font are not sort of competing like you have like we've we've started to get back into that now but it's like to a more minimalist degree where you look at a lot of posters now especially in like the horror genre and they're very like just white times new roman whatever Mm -hmm. it's boring but okay um (laughs) to each their own I just think it's, you know, I just am very passionate about font design um, and I wish that people would, you know, do it again. It's its own art. I mean, font is its own. No, it is. I took an entire semester about typography. That's why I give so much of a shit about fonts and nobody else does. Um, But so that was something that I actually like really specifically chose to focus on was that element of it because I felt like that was going to cement it as being something that was a more like mid-century horror feel as opposed to something that was more recent or like an attempt at horror but not quite getting there because I'm not like a horror person at all but yeah so that was like one of the elements specifically that I picked out as being like having that kind of feel and like for this like one of the things that I have to decide when I do a print like this is how much I want to have be black and how much I want to have be color like I am a person that uses I don't really use like neutrals like I don't really ever use brown I think the last time I mixed up any kind of skin tone was when I had to for school years ago so I have to kind of decide how much I want to be an insane vibrant color and how much I want to be black and so I noticed that there was a lot of emphasis on really heavy blacks so I wanted it to keep it so that the majority of the design was actually on that final black layer like I think when I sent you the photos especially of the second one where it was just the orange and red you were like what the fuck am I looking at because it looks like nothing I don't think I said it like that (laughs) you did oh okay cool I probably said it like that what is this shit? <laughs> but yeah, because it looks, I mean, it looks like nothing. You know, it, it doesn't look like anything until you get, I mean, they call the black layer like the key layer or whatever for a reason because it kind of brings your shit together if you're if you're using a black layer. And so for me, like for this, the majority of the design work was done knowing that all I was going to have to do is put color underneath it. Like mm-hmm. I did all, I didn't do any like shading or anything like that because I, I don't, but I could if I wanted to, you know, add in shadows and highlights and stuff with color, but I elected not to because I just wanted it to be focused on the super heavy blacks instead and pull out highlights and rim lighting and stuff like that instead. I mean, and every part of it really stands out. And that is that why things stand out so much? Because there's no shadows or yeah. shading? I put, I mean, I did put highlighting. Like you can see rim lighting on like the face and the jacket and stuff like that. But a lot of that is just because I like doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like it gives it, it helps like set, a figure in a scene if you put if you pull a little bit of that like a background element into it and that's like something that I feel like is common as sort of art in general is like the way that light reflects on somebody and you know the color of the light reflecting on whatever you have in your foreground and so that helped me at least to cement everything as one piece and keep it and have it just be like it's not like 
orange sky in the background, it's that everything is sort of bathed in this light. And so you get that it kind of has that overall effect. I love it so much. I'm so stoked about it. Um, I, I think we're going to do more in the future, hopefully. I mean, if people enjoy these, which I, I can't imagine they won't. I mean, if you guys want to support me and support this artist right here, then you can go to patreon.com slash radio and those people will get first crack at the 50 posters that we did. So, yeah. So, you guys, this 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 can be yours, you know. Um, I think, what would we decide price-wise? I think... Um, I think we said 35 bucks. $35 is what these are going to be, plus shipping. Um, if you live in a different country, we'll have a discussion. But I'll figure out how to have you guys get a hold of me. Instagram, Patreon, Twitter wherever. And if you want to support um, TC as well, you can find her um, at TC Austin, A-U-S-T-I-N. Like on, as in Texas. Correct. Uh, you can find her on Instagram, Twitter. And seriously, I know the people that support this show on Patreon, you do it because you're supporting uh, independent creators and artists. And that is precisely what she is. So at least check out her Patreon which is uh, patreon.com slash TC Austin, correct? It is, yeah. I mostly do a lot of like um, like behind the scenes kind of stuff that people on Instagram don't give a shit about. So, mm-hmm. you know, like now that this is out and I can talk about it, I'll post a bunch of that shit on Hell it. yeah. Um, like I'll do like, you know, original like sketches and stuff. Like a thing I often will do is I'll do like a side-by-side of the original drawing with the final thing because I always think that's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and stuff like that or like, you know, I, I want to do more like process videos and stuff like that. I finally have a new studio set up so I can actually do that. Um, awesome. But, you know. Are you open to, to uh, can people hire you if they want something similar? Can they just hit you up? Or like, what is your, how do you get your business? Dude, I don't know. Um, <laughs> no, it really depends. Well, it's it's kind of a mix of things for me. Like, obviously, like I have people that reach out to me on Instagram because they've seen my other work. Um, and I also have people that will just hit me up and say like, oh, you know, I, your friend so-and-so told me whatever. Um, so I've done stuff that way. Um, honestly, I feel like Instagram is probably the best way. I also, um, you can also go to my website, um, uh, tcaustin.net because .com was taken. I don't know. If, I don't who know who that is. Who the fuck took that? Some realtor. I don't know. Um, but it was either I had to have a longer name and a .com or keep it short and concise and settle for the .net. So I went for the .net. Um, but I have a lot of other like prints and stuff like that. Like I have like both screen printed work, line of cut work. I even have some etchings for sale there. So if people like this and want to see other stuff, I have Eagles posters on there too, that I've done, um, for a couple different shows. I mm-hmm. think I might even have a couple of those straight cats posters. And um, a reminder, by the way, these posters are hand screened. These are not, you know, she didn't make one and then do a bunch of copies. Each one is handmade. Uh, each one is hand numbered and signed by you. Oh yeah, they are. Yeah. Um, I didn't think if you guys, if, if you guys want one, uh, and you want me to sign it, I will, it might ruin it, but I will, if you want me to be kind of fun, sign it in gold. It look nice. Gold more than silver. Oh, I don't know. No. Yeah. I think gold looks better with red and orange. I hate most things about gold, but I, you are the color expert. So I will take your I don't word give a shit. for it. Do whatever you want. They are mine. Yeah, that's Technically, true. they're mine. Yeah. I'll do it. I'll, I'll tear them up if oh, I want. Get like, um, get like one of those like copper sharpies. That'd be pretty. What's that? I didn't know that was one. Yeah, dude, you can get like metallic sharpies in a whole bunch of different colors. Uh, sharpie or paint pen? Which do you prefer? Uh, sharpie. Okay. 
Well, if you guys want, I will sign one in Sharpie for you. Um, by the time you see this, they'll, they're available. Hit me up anywhere, anywhere you can find me. It's very easy. And please give uh, TC a follow at TC Austin on all of the social medias. And uh, seriously, thank you so much for doing this. I love it. I'm flattered. I'm honored. I've never looked cooler. By the way, it's me. It's me. It, it, that's me as a dead person. So like in the, like six years, that's me <laughs> pretty much at the, at the way things are going. But seriously, I, I'm, you did great work. I'm so thank stoked. You. And uh, I think we'll do more. And shh, we might do something else with this image at some point. Maybe. Shh, 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 shh. Don't tell anybody. Okay. TC, thank you very much for coming in. Thank you for having me. And you guys enjoy the rest of episode number 100 of Rare Form Radio. We're back from our wonderful break. Um, that was a very good time. Um, how, how have you guys been since the break? <laughs> Pretty good. Dan. Pretty good. We bonded. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. Got all caught up. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We caught up. Uh, Dan, did we get any uh, questions for the 100th episode? What do you mean? <laughs> We uh, we did, asked if anyone. What he means is, did anyone send in a question for the hundredth episode? Yeah. What, what do you mean? What do you mean by that? <laughs> I don't get it. Meaning you posted something. Yeah. Asking our listeners. Yeah. If they wanted to ask anything to. Oh yeah, you that. Or well, the answer to that is, uh, not a single person sent in <laughs> one kind of. So. <laughs> I mean, on, we have like a thousand something followers on Instagram and Twitter is a, a good amount. I put out a post being like, hey, we're celebrating episode 100. I didn't say that you're going to be here. Mm -hmm. Maybe they would have cared if I did that. But if you guys want to send in like a, a message or a video of hope or of like congratulations and not a single <laughs> one of you who I love. Thank you guys. Love you all. Not one of you did. And uh, I'm not going to say it doesn't crush me <laughs> a little but you know what it's cool hey guys um just wanted to say congratulations on the big hundreds um i i look forward to the episodes every week they're awesome and um, guest hosts just fantastic and dan you're pretty 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 good at what you do so i look forward to the next hundreds um and yeah, fuck man, Sorum. Cheers, guys. I just love vagina holes and whatever, so <laughs> it's whatever. But uh, Darren, thank you for asking. Um, You're welcome. <laughs> so do you think Woo! that people would have asked questions if they knew I was going to be here? Probably. Well, what you could do is you could throw it out there. Okay. And you can have them ask questions directed at me. Okay. And I'll just text you the answer. That's so funny. I'm never yeah. coming back here again. <laughs> if you guys have any questions for Todd Newman, you can send them to me and then I'll get them answered somehow <clears throat> over the next few months. Because all I get on my posts, like mm -hmm. on Instagram or whatever, is quite pretty much questions for Dave. <laughs> Still. Dude, that's it. Serious? Oh, yeah. Wow. Uh, is Dave doing this? Or what did Dave do to his hair? Is Dave, is Dave? I'm like, what? What are you fucking Dude, asking me for? Listen, uh, you know, you and I would have no listeners ever if it wasn't for doing yeah, the show yeah. with him. And mm -hmm. it's great. I've yeah. gotten so much from him, a, a, a full career. But if I, I would be so happy to never hear again of, <laughs> can you tell Dave? Like, yeah. What, can you as soon as I Dave? say, can yeah. you tell Dave? I'm like, first of all, I just know. And then yeah. delete. Delete. Yeah. You get those I messages? Blank out. Are you, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hundreds and hundreds over the last uh, 12, 13 years. 
Nice. Like truly <laughs> hundreds, maybe a wow. thousand times mm-hmm. someone's asked a question about Dave or can you pass along? Can you show mm-hmm. him this? Mm-hmm. Can you have him call me? <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. You've gotten those. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can Dave call me for my birthday? Mm-hmm. What? Not a chance. If you were on your deathbed, I would not ask him to call you for anything. <laughs> Even though he might. Some people he might actually do it for. But There are certain people who ask me stuff, but they know me. Like, right. And I'm not even like... Well, there's per- a difference. Not even like on a personal, personal level, but like through doing the show mm-hmm. or whatever, you, you become closer with some other people and they'll ask, can, hey, can the favor... Da, da, da. Sure. Yeah. Right. But like someone who I, I have no idea who... I don't even know if it's like a, a male or a female, like because they're icon isn't the thing and even if it is you don't really know like right i have no reference point to you at all and you're asking me to do ask someone personally some intimate favor for you like <laughs> that's why the world is so fucked up man no one Dude. fucking has any scruples i got a should i i'm gonna read one if i can find it real quick please i, I would love to from a fucking we should have been lunatic. We should have been cataloging all every question we've ever gotten that wasn't for us, and like and you reading were, them, oh, yeah, shit. and just reading them, like you know, we could fill two two full two shows. days, two, we could fill two, two full days, forty eight hours. We could do an entire season. Let me see if I can find stuff. this quickly. Talk amongst yourselves, and I'll see if I can find this shit. Um, or just wait for me either way. Oh, fuck. Yeah, we, we we have nothing to talk about. You've probably heard you probably heard from this woman before too, Todd. Hmm. Um, Can you say the name or you don't want to? This chick. God damn. Just so everybody knows, I'm not wearing these for fashion. I can't fucking see anymore. Like 8,000 years old. Oh, I think I blocked that a long time ago. I'm going to read the whole thing because I don't give a shit. I'm not going to say her name. But I uh, told her maybe two or three years ago, like, stop sending me messages about Dave. Like, And I'm going to read the whole thing. I don't remember how it goes. Hello, Dan. How are you? I hope that I'm not disturbing you. You are. Um, (laughs) But I have one last message for Dave. Please have him read it. Thank you. And she signed her name. Hi, Dave. How are you? It's been a while since we spoke. I don't believe I've ever spoken. Uh, I'm currently in remission, but that's not why I'm writing you. I understand that you, the DM crew, and Janes all hate me and think I'm crazy. We don't know who you are. Uh, I understand that you wouldn't normally settle for some middle-class family and mainly British Isles, German and Brazilian descent like me. I get that you're 20 years older than me and we don't always see eye to eye on things, but over the past couple months on and on, should I stop reading this or should I keep reading it? It's, I get it. Um, to get, I, I can't, I can't get over you. Um, <laughs> life sucks without you in it. I realize, yes, I have issues, <laughs> but I work and cope on. Like, they have never met before, and these happen, and it goes on and on and on and on. And it ends with, um, now and always, I really don't want to lose you. I love you. Yeah, it's fucking scary. Damn. Now you know why he pulls back from doing shit like this and da 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 Like, and I get it. I fucking get it. Yeah. You know? I think Completely. I get it now. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, I, I don't, I don't think you can really fathom what it's like to be, first of all, like super famous anyway, but famous and like good looking. Mm-hmm. I mean, I understand the good looking part. I mean, obviously, <laughs> but to be famous and good looking, it must because you have good looking friends. They yeah, tell, they tell you that's what it is. What it's like. That, that's what it is. What a, what a crew you hang out with. Yeah, I know. 
But uh, man, that just must be nonstop. Yeah, I get the I get ones like that, and especially look and here look, and I'm gonna be I'm not joking here. I'm being serious. I get a lot still to this day a lot of messages from trauma survivors, domestic violence because that's the film. great. Yes, and it's great. And when it's sincere, I know it's sincere. And when it's like, hey, I really related, and then some other yeah, some pivot into something else with Dave. I'm like, fuck, man. Like I can't believe the balls you have to use that what as, you know, an in. as an in you know what i mean and and i do enjoy getting those one reactions you know with, oh it's gotta be yeah it's great i'm, it's I'm great. sure that's the kind of thing for you as first of all as a filmmaker mm -hmm. um anyone liking what you do creatively yeah and then also something that's so close to you because it happened to your best friend right, right, right. and the 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 subject matter is so serious and a, a real problem and knowing that the film has Helped it has hundreds and, or right. thousands of and people. Always, I usually, never gets old, right? And I usually always answer like when I know it. This is a real thing, you yeah. know what I mean? But like, there are people that use it as an in, and then they start going on and on. And when I get a message like that, just on looks of it, when I scroll, if it's a two, I haven't even read a word, dude. If and it's I'm a two thumb scroll, like, too much. Yeah. If it's two flicks, first say hi. Right. <laughs> let me answer you back. Like let. See if I'll engage in a conversation with you, but don't have a conversation with me without my... At you. Yeah, at me without That's my it. participation. That's key is the yeah. at thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're just the uh, the vessel, the middleman. I've also gotten like, you know, I'll delete it or whatever, and then I've gotten like, I see you saw my message. Fuck you, asshole. Like, fuck you, you fucking cunt. <laughs> He's you know back, I mean? everybody. Yeah. Todd is back in the house. I love it. I love it. Love it. No, it's so true. Um... <laughs> you fucking cunt Love it, love it, love it And those are the dudes I'm talking about Of course, of course I still want you guys to do a uh, a commentary track on the movie You know, we've wanted to And I don't know why we didn't But we, we've wanted to and, and it's been hard to get us into the room And then also, like, here's the other thing I just saw it again for the first time, like since the premiere of it, was it on TV or just you just wanted to watch it again? Just to, uh, it was on. It was running on something like Axis or something mm -hmm. like one of the stations that had originally bought it, and uh, and I watched the whole thing like from the beginning, and uh, <clears throat> it's heavy for me. And it's good too. Like it's not all heavy. Like like because I start remembering things of oh yeah that day. Like what happened that earlier that day. Like you know, not necessarily what's on the screen. But for him, I know it's probably a lot harder to say we're gonna sit down, we're gonna pick this thing apart, and you and I are gonna do commentary on it. It's daunting, you know. So I don't push it. But we That's both true. have wanted to do it. Yep. And I've even talked to the distributors about like we might do another cut with a bonus thing, and you know. And at one time we were gonna press out DVDs and mm -hmm. you know add bonus stuff in there and stuff like that, which we still could do. Mm -hmm. I'm not that's not out of the question, but um, you know it's got to be comfortable, of course. You know, so. and that's a I feel like for someone for someone like Dave and someone who's gone through what he has gone through, that window to do it is probably so small where it'd have to be like set up ready to go, and then he calls you like. I'm ready in an hour. Yeah. Like, okay. Be there in an it. hour. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. if you miss that window, his yeah. mood has changed. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. you have to be, I'm sure you have to be emotionally prepared to yeah. do that kind of shit. Because we want, I think it's, it would be helpful to hear our take on things that you're seeing. Mm -hmm. Funny stuff, 
insightful stuff. You know what I mean? Well, like, the whole point of a, of a commentary track, like director's yeah. commentary is, uh, that was like the only reason I would buy Blu-rays and DVDs still. Right. Just to get just that to get shit. the commentary, yeah. Of course. And there's yeah. so much funny shit that people don't realize that was happening while you're looking at I things. guess if people really wanted to, they could pay me a fee and I'll sit there and watch it with them and talk to them. <laughs> like grand Each person? or something. So to that girl no. that sent me that message on Facebook, yeah. hit Todd up. He's looking to watch a movie with you. That would be great. You know, like 10,000 maybe. That's, a, that's pretty view. good. Yeah, most of, uh, most of the listeners here can probably afford that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. That's great. Just for starters. Yeah. And that's that's over Zoom. That's, that's not right. in person. Yeah, oh yeah, at Zoom. In yeah. person, it's twenty five. One mil. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. twenty five. That works. Twenty five in person. Speaking of documentaries, and you have to buy me a watch of my like. <laughs> so it's more like fifty thousand yeah, yeah. dollars. What we're talking about? <laughs> have you guys seen on Hulu this documentary called Sasquatch? No, I've heard about it, and you brought it up to me, and I'm dying that I didn't see it now. But it's about. Uh, it's a three-part, you know, what, what are those called? The uh, docu-series or the, mm-hmm. the miniature? What are they yeah, called? docu-series. No, it's a like docu-series. a docu-series. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's a three-part about this guy, Holthouse. What the hell is his first name? He's a filmmaker. Fuck. I should have done some research. But um, Steven Spielberg. Steven Spielberg made a documentary about Sasquatch. George Lucas. Both of them. was a joint feature, of course, and Kevin Smith uh, mm-hmm. wrote it. <laughs> and it was produced by Quentin Tarantino. Um um, Coppola, and uh, it's about these three uh, weed farmers mm-hmm. in the in 1993 who were supposedly torn apart and killed by a Sasquatch. And the the not the filmmaker, but the guy who is in it, he's a he's a documentary maker. He didn't make this one, but he was working on the farm when this happened. A documentarian, correct? Yeah, correct. Excuse me. <laughs> and uh, he, he he was like. Working on the weed farm in 93, and these guys burst in the room saying, we just found three bodies, and they're torn apart. All the weed is still there, but they were killed by Bigfoot. And it's a th- But how do they know that? Do they, that? You're talking, they witnessed it, or? They found the bodies, and the bodies were pulled apart. There was right, no gunshots. Right. There was right. no chopping. It was like they were stretched Ripped. apart yeah, yeah, yeah. and crushed and... Uh, and they didn't think it was a robbery because all the stuff was there. There was one hundred and fifty thousand yeah. dollars worth of weed there. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say too much about it, but it's right. A free yeah, no, I'm gonna, I might go and watch it. It's right fucking after this. great. And the this Holthouse guy, the the guy who who remembers hearing those guys say it, like goes back and goes back to the town and starts asking questions and starts asking questions to people he shouldn't be asking questions to uh-huh. because I mean, you probably know that like the 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 weed life. Back then was much more. It's probably yeah. still dangerous. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. Um, was so dangerous back then. You know, armed guards. Yeah, and yeah, people, yeah. People would get disappeared. You're talking a lot. million dollar operations. It's not. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but have you guys ever been to an actual weed farm? Yeah, but plenty of times. Really? In fact, I like know marijuana or weeds. <laughs> That's a real question. <laughs> is that a real question? That was a real question. It actually was. Now I know how Darren, stupid it is. Are you sitting down? Why would anybody grow weeds? I know. All right, for like- shut up. All right, shut up, dude. We have a million dollar operation. Here's the thing. What Here's are you growing? Thing. Weeds. Oh, marijuana? No, no, no. no. Weeds. Like shrubs. 
What the fuck, but, dude? But even this, shrubs are even not weeds. Like, no. In I fact, get the it. first thing you do when you establish any kind of farm <laughs> or even a little garden on the side of your house is you get rid of the weeds. He's talking about guys cultivating it on purpose. So wait, he's got actually. I think he's onto something because. What you and I should do is, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna start. Acres. We're gonna start a weed farm where we oh. grow actual weeds, and we're we're gonna sell. Oh, who our clientele is is we're gonna sell Fucking them retards like Darren. <laughs> we're gonna sell them to retards like Darren. No, we're gonna sell them to people who want to plant weeds in actual <laughs> weed farms to destroy the competition. That's the key. Oh, it's like selling rabbits to people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my oh. God. <laughs> <laughs> really, weeds or marijuana? <sighs> but about three minutes ago, I always thought you were a smart dude. <laughs> now I know for sure that you're not. <laughs> And also, you're fired. Oh. When anyone... Here's another... Let me give Darren a little piece of life's advice. Do it, because okay. I'm going to pass out. When anyone ever makes a statement to you, for example, like, you, you say, weed farm, like, weeds or marijuana, and they say, are you kidding? Just say, you always say, no matter what you think in your head, you always say... Oh, yeah, I was just kidding. <laughs> oh, that's always the answer to the are you kidding right. question. Absolutely. My body is soaking wet with sweat. That was so good. Good, good one, dude. <sighs> we got to get him like a weed shirt, but it's weeds. Like just weed. Just like a weed gross logo. little <laughs> destructive plants. I don't even know how to come back from that. <laughs> Reset. All right, so... <laughs> Todd, you ever been to a weed farm? Yes. Darren, be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> yes, in fact, I know oh I have friends of mine that do that and have been doing it for generations. You know, their oh, no whole shit. families have been doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've been there many times, and the fucking operations that they have going on. This isn't like stoners fucking. Yeah, we're growing some weed. We got a dude. greenhouse in the garage. No, these are people that like invest. Hundreds of thousands of dollars and their time and their energy and their families are all behind it. And they, these people are botanists, scientists, can build anything, carpenters. Like they have this pool of talent yeah. to do this stuff that's like, wow, these people are fucking really living their lives. Like it's insane what they do. So you said generations mm -hmm. and decades like, yeah, and decades. They come from families that have been doing this and now it's turned from being on the black market to no legalization. Term. You know what I mean? Well, that's what the, how they refer to it is black market and white market in the sense that what's legal and what's, what wasn't. Okay. And I actually have a few friends who are permitted now by, by the government to have their, like, you don't have to do it under the cover of the woods and the, you know, and make it fucking a maze to get up into like they're open and, and, and sanctioned and they do, you know what they do. So yeah, but some of them are fucking insane. In well, fact, I'm sure there are pictures in here. I was just at one a couple weeks ago. No shit. Visiting a friend. Yeah. For like, I was working on a project too. And I was like, oh, maybe this is a good location thing. Not for that, not for that purpose, but just because it's open space too and stuff. And, uh, was that a farm? Yeah. It was at a farm. And like, uh, <clears throat> they were just explaining to me everything that goes into it and all their in, in innovations and inventions of how 
to speed up the process or how to, you know, purify the process even better. Like, I'm like, these guys are like fucking geniuses. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, they're not stupid. Yeah, yeah, of course. And the irrigation and the water and the amount of the vitamins and the this I mean, and they're the farmers. sunlight. They're, and the they're, Yeah, it's straight insane. Straight up, they're farmers. Straight up farmers, yeah. And, but so, it's, it, it's insane what they do. And But they were active back impressed. when it was scary mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and dangerous and... How do you know how those places don't get busted all the time? I feel like you just Some do. fly and a helicopter over anywhere in Humboldt or Mendocino, mm, whatever. And they're that good at what they do. So, like, yeah, some do and some don't. And and uh, you have to worry about competition and burning your shit down. And, like, yeah, there's it's all real. kinds. Of, yeah, it's real. It's a fucking it's business. You know what I mean? Have they talked at all? Or have you asked about, like, why the black market is still so popular? No, I mean I haven't. I'm. I imagine because this is me guessing because I haven't asked that. But I think. That, well, first of all, it's not legal everywhere, so there's that's that. True, that's true. Yep. And once you get into legalization, you're dealing with taxation. You're dealing with a bunch of red tape that you don't have to deal with on black market. You know what <clears> I mean? So I'm sure that there, there's a reason why. Now, and now you're getting taxed on everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah, I'm sure that there's the obvious reasons why. Because I've heard they're... a lot of the farms, they, uh, well, not maybe not a lot. I've heard that some farms will still make stuff for the white market mm-hmm. and then still sell a ton on the black market. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I didn't have those conversations. <laughs> well, I, I imagine but, you wouldn't But, ask. Uh, but um, yeah, I'm sure that that goes on. You know what I mean? It's crazy. It's crazy. But, uh but if look at it this way, like it's the same as any other business that's like, here's what we're selling. Here's what we're going to do out the back door. Give these people a discount or whatever for this reason so we don't have to claim it or so we don't, da, da, da. you know, I'm sure every business has its thing that, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. California just uh, decriminalized mushrooms and psychedelics. Yeah. Which is pretty great. Mm-hmm. Pretty I great agree news. Yeah. I mean, Sober and all that, I agree with all that. Like it's just, it's just fucking ridiculous. And, and it, it, it is. Prison is a business, and most of it's private business. Do you know what I mean? Have you seen White Boy on Netflix? Yeah, yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, it's great. If you want any better, there's no better explanation of how fucked up the system is than yeah. than mm-hmm. by watching White Boy. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen that, Darren? No, you told me about it. Oh, I did. Okay, yeah, it's a, like Detroit kid who was 17 years old. And was a non-violent criminal who got put in jail by Axel Foley's boss from Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I he's had no real, idea. Yeah, he's a real, yeah. I remember mm-hmm. as a kid thinking, that guy is so fucking good. What a great casting job. Yeah. Why hasn't he done more? Yeah. And then it turns out he's, he's a, a real crooked-ass yeah, cop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was, uh, did you know that already? Yeah, yeah. I had no clue. But... um. What were we saying? Oh, yeah. I mushrooms. mean, I only knew that because years ago I saw some article on him. You know, Crazy. Like, Mm-hmm. Totally nuts. But watch White Boy on Netflix. Watch Sasquatch. The Sasquatch um, thing, too. When I was just up north, I wish you would have I would have known you were going to talk about Sasquatches. <laughs> I went into this dispensary. <clears throat> one of my friends, his buddy owns it. So he's like, oh, let's just go say hi. And up there, it's like, you know, it's like a bar. You know, like there's open space and it's nice. And we're in there. I'm like looking at all the stuff. I'm just finding it interesting. You know, I'm looking at all the stuff and I'm like, what's that? There's this button-up shirt, like, on a hanger for sale. <laughs> it's like a green button-up shirt with trees all over it and little s- and Sasquatches in 
hidden in the trees and stuff. And I was you, like, did you get it? Oh, uh, yeah. Of course. Not you only did. did I get it, it was a little like roomy in the sleeve. So I already had it altered. Oh, my <laughs> I had alterations God. done on it. So it tailor fits me. You got to send me a picture so I can throw it in right here. Okay. That's pretty okay. amazing. <laughs> Are you going to wear it? Yeah. Fuck yeah. When it cools down? Yeah. It has full long sleeves? No, it's just short sleeve, button up shirt. Hell yeah. It's like a Hawaiian shirt, but Sasquatch style. Oh, that's fun. Why do they have that up there? Because where I was up north is like a lot of woods and stuff, so the Sasquatch thing sells. Do you know I what I mean? I would love for you to ask your people if they ever heard Bigfoot stories up there. I'm sure that they have. I'm you, sure that they have. Do you guys believe in Bigfoot? No. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't even know what it is. It's, it's, I mean, I know it's like supposedly... This might right. be the worst show for you that you've ever had. <laughs> I mean, I know it's like... The, Are the you big, kidding? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> he's learning. He figured it he out. He does have the capacity to learn. He does. We've, he does. He's figured good that job, out. Good job, buddy. Very good job, buddy. Proud of you. Is that what you say to all the blacks? <laughs> oh, shit. No, not all. He never speaks to them. Um, Bigfoot. Well, let me tell you. There's no, a I fucking... I think there's probably more dumb white people than there are black people, to be honest. Well, no question, because we yeah. can get away with being stupid. Yeah. We don't... Like, we really can. Like, we're not... We're, we, have, uh, we have less standards to uh, live up to and not get in trouble... You know, where it's very unfortunate. That's but, true. You know, I mean that. Like, it's... Uh, yeah. free, White people are pass. fucking morons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll say it. Blanket statement. And I'm still so ha- I'm so so lucky. Still so lucky. I say it every week. Um, <clears throat> what else we got? Oh, you did something cool yesterday. Uh, we don't have to talk about the project, but you you took photographs yesterday. Mm-hmm. And you worked with one of I the I actually did video. You and, did uh, video. And he was doing photos. And so I got the opportunity to work alongside Ross... Halfin, who's like, he's the guy. If you saw any pictures of any rock band in the last 30 years or so or whatever, you know, like maybe even a longer span than that. I mean, he shot Led Zeppelin, David Bowie, like from then all the way up through the Metallicas and Guns N' Roses, like everybody. This guy is shot. In fact, the picture I posted of Eddie Van Halen when he passed away which I've kind of stopped doing that unless it's somebody I really, really oh you, you care just about. wait yeah. you gotta just the yeah, ones yeah. that matter to you yeah because yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone else is like yeah it's a picture of Eddie and he's got one leg splayed out he's on stage he's like real low with his it's a perfect picture it almost looks posed and it's not he took that picture you know like this guy iconic is, stuff yeah, he's like if you watched you remember behind the music on MTV <clears throat> if there's ever anyone about like an '80s rock band. Ross was in it. Yeah, yeah. Talking about and the stuff okay. he saw. He was the fucking nicest, coolest guy. And like, you know, I got to admit when I found out that I was going to be shooting with him, you know, like alongside of him in the room, like I was like a little nervous, you know, like this guy is a fucking legend. He's iconic. I have enjoyed his pictures. I've enjoyed his photography. His career is fucking insane. And he was fucking awesome. He was the nicest, coolest guy. And. And uh, so, yeah, it was it was an honor. But no, I can't talk about what I was shooting because it's a little thing for the government that I was doing. Really? Yeah. Is it UFO stuff? Sasquatch. Which, is that Bigfoot? Darren, what's Sasquatch? <laughs> a Bigfoot? Yeti. You asking? Are you sure? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you kidding? <clears throat> yeah, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Cool, cool. <laughs> um, no, so yeah, it was a fucking great opportunity, and the guy was fucking awesome. When are we going to see what you guys were working on? And I'm Hopefully soon. Okay. 
I know what it is. <laughs> you do know what it is. I'm excited about it too. Uh, you mentioned uh, the government a minute ago. Mm-hmm. I know you always shit on the UFO thing. Are you m- even mildly intrigued with what's been going on lately? Well, I'm always intrigued. I just don't believe that it's true. God, still? No. No. God damn it, dude. That like, It's going to take more than that for me to fucking believe. What do you need? I need one to walk through the door and be like, you know, I'm here. We are. Yeah, we <laughs> we know and understand you and, da, 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 and like talk to me like I just don't believe it. Wow. So the, you can get no. I'll go all day with the theories and this and that. And I'm not like bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. I love the subject matter of mm-hmm. it. I just don't believe I, I would like to believe, but I just don't like you want I'm, to believe. I don't know if I want to. But I would. Right. You know, but it's going to take more than just like, yeah, I hear, I seen the new footage that's, you know, and I, the government saying, hey, you know, we there's shit out there that we don't know. And I'm just like, yeah, that's what it is to me. It's stuff that you don't know. Is it an alien from another planet, another life force, whatever? Is it, you know, human beings in the future who could fucking travel through time or in the past, like whatever it is? I'll go toe-to-toe and listen to all the arguments and be open to it. I just don't believe it yet. Damn. Okay. Fair enough. You know. Like, what are they waiting for? The aliens or yeah. the government? If No, if if it's aliens. Because you believe it's aliens, correct? Uh, Yeah. Okay, so what are they What are they doing? Like, they're out there, you see a little dot, and they're like, oh, fuck, they're looking at us. And they, like, why are, what, what are they looking for? What are they? Don't know. I mean, also, like, someone made the analogy that uh, we don't introduce ourselves or explain our existence to a pile of ants, to an ant pile, an anthill. They might see us the same way. Like, we don't, we don't need to communicate with these people or these things. We're here to get resources from Earth. We're here to... That sounds like the biggest bunch of bullshit I've ever heard in my <laughs> fucking life. But do you understand the analogy? Yeah, I understand the analogy. I'm like, not we're a fucking... Ants. I'm not Darren. I understand <laughs> the words that are coming out of your mouth. Perfect. <laughs> I understand what you're saying. Yeah. I just, I, I don't know. I just don't buy it yet. I'm not, I'm saying yet. I'm adding okay. yet into that thing. So what do you I, think it is? I don't know. Just like that's they're a, saying. That's fair. Look. They did say. An unidentified flying object is exactly that. It's right. an object that you've seen flying that you can't identify. <clears throat> Does it mean it's aliens? Does it mean it's, you know, some fucking kid who's living in the Philippines who's QAnon who's made a thing that can move that way like you don't know yet you know what I mean the one thing they did they did say for the first time ever our government said this is not technology that we have this right. is, we did not make these and we I, don't know no, of any anybody technology could. that could right which but is there, but there could there could right but that's a pretty massive acknowledgement speak of the dev yeah I'm not worried no um what else we got um, that's pretty much it. <laughs> oh, I've got a couple, a couple dumb yeah, questions. Let's let's grab those. Um, what's this one? Oh, you weren't here for this, Todd. But uh, uh, we had someone write in. Were you here, Darren, when the guy asked about uh, relationship advice? He wanted to ask out his roommate, uh, who was really hot, but he's much older, yes. and it was very awkward. Yes. Okay. So someone wrote in and asked. Uh, hi, Dan. Just remembered a real question I have. What happened to that guy who had the crush who really needed to take a shit? Did he go for it? Did they fuck? 
Are they in love? Don't bother asking him any of that. What I'd really like to know is, has he taken that shit yet? So we had a guy, yeah, he, he had a crush on his roommate, but didn't know how to approach her about it. That was it, right? Something like that? Yeah. Um, that sounds familiar to me. Was that in my day, or was that recent? That was, that was recent. Oh, okay. That was recent. Um, and then he responded... Uh, because uh, I asked him, I said, "What's up with the with your situation?" What up, Dan? Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, you don't need to do the anonymous thing this time. I realized I didn't say anything that bad. Again, sorry for the long response. Uh, I had made the decision to tell her how I felt, but I was still getting all awkward. Kind of how uh, 1955 George McFly would talk to Lorraine in Back to the Future. Good reference. Uh, I was just about to build up the nerve to do it, but then she started talking the way people do when they are starting to have an identity crisis. Now, I do believe Back to the Future predicted 9-11. <laughs> I love that about you. <laughs> but go ahead. It's a, it's a, you sent me that video years ago. It's, it's black and white. It's unbelievable. It's undeniable. Clear as day. What about them predicting <laughs> Trump? Yeah, that too. That too. That Biff too. Tannen, part two. 100%. Completely. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> uh, back up, starting to have an identity crisis. She said... Uh, I don't know what I want to do with my life. I'm so unhappy. Maybe I will move to Australia. No, maybe Ireland. No, I figured it out. I'm going to move to Scotland to become a writer. And he says, I know this is common for mid-20s people, but to me, this is a scorching, flaming, 50-foot red flag. I had several long-term relationships, and when the girls started talking like this, it turned into a nightmarish, overly dramatic, painful breakup because they, quote, need to figure out who they are. Ugh. I don't have the patience or emotional fortitude to go through the situation again, especially if she is thinking of moving halfway around the world. So I ended up keeping it to myself. I'm much less awkward now, at least to be clear. If she took me aside and said, I want you to fuck me as awkwardly <laughs> as you've been acting, I would gladly oblige and give her the best five second two pump chumping of her life back to the dating app life. So it never happened for our boy. Uh, no, I wasn't paying attention. Can you read that again? Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> the, the first question was, uh, yeah, so there's that update. Back up to Darren not knowing if it was a weed farm or not. Oh, my God. I haven't laughed like that in I, a long I lost, time. I lost con any kind of consciousness I had for the show since The then. show was kind of over at that point. Okay. I think that was kind of like, that might be... We have to end on episode 100. Yeah. Like we've, we've done it. it. Yeah. You're not going to, it's not going to get, the bar is set way too high. We've had the moment. There was one time when, when you, me and Frank were doing the show at that other place mm -hmm. and Frank tried to say the word cock and he said cook. Yeah. yeah I remember that. <laughs> and we fucking lost our minds for about 18 minutes. Uh, sometimes she play with my my cook. <laughs> there was a pause. He kept talking, and Todd and I looked at each other, and we just exploded in laughter. And we're like, hey, you're what? You're cook? I felt it break and pulled it out, but like still. Did you, Frank? When yours uh, broke, did you? My, no, was, I, my worry what? wasn't pregnancy. My worry was like, ah, it, fuck, I'm going to get something. Right, yeah. right, right. I was worried about the pregnancy part, but more than that, it actually hurt. Like, it hurt my Cock, like it was, it was one of those pains that, yeah, like I hope nobody ever feels. Why do you say it like this? Say it again. Cock, <laughs> it's an O, isn't it? It's because you it hurt me. It's because his wife is European and that's yeah, how she says it. It's, I think she's, but yeah. it's also the well, pause. It's also the pause. Like, it hurt my 
It was taking me back to that moment, and uh, yeah, I think it was a, there was a, there was a little PTSD on that on your, uh, it, delivery. And, and I've never heard him sound more English. Cock. Did you it see, hurt my cock. Did you see? Like there, he was trying to think of what word he, he didn't used. want to say it. He wanted no, to no, say no. penis, but yeah. he knew we'd make a joke about no, it. No, no, no. It was honestly the reminder. It remind. It's kind of like when I got LASIK. I got it when they would slice your eye, and it's just those little moments <laughs> what of the pain. Fuck are you talking oh, about? Yeah, no. I got I got LASIK back in like. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what? what? You, no. Dude, okay, you know the eye surgery, right? Yeah, we yeah. know what it okay, is. Yeah. But how are you correlating it to a condom snapping? No, because off? it's it's just that type of like very specific pain. It's not when yeah. the condom snaps off and gets in your eye. It's like LASIK. I imagine the it's kind of like the condom broke and all of a sudden you could yeah. see really clearly. <laughs> but yeah, it's just uh, You're still <laughs> No, it was it was pretty bad. Yeah. What what friend? The what? <laughs> what about your cock cock? It was pretty cock. bad. Oh my god. You have to say the word cock with confidence and authority. Yeah, don't fumble, don't fumble around yeah, it's it. Cock. Like yeah. you have to just say it. You can't you know, so she played with my yeah, you can't passively say yeah, it. That's like, like, uh, that's like the uh, Chris Rock bit. What, what is that? Where he's talking about, um, you know, trying to ask your girl for some head. It's mm -hmm. like, you know, you got to say that shit right. Yeah. You can't go, uh, uh, I was wondering. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I was, if you don't mind, if it's not too much trouble. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Very, very true. Yeah, you just have to ask. Uh, but Darren, you definitely gave us one of the best moments in show history. So thank you for that. Um Oh, this is a good one for me. Um, would you rather have to lick... This is from Neil. Thank you, Neil. Um, would you rather have to lick Steven Seagal's sweaty sack once or sit in a locked room with Matt Sorum for an hour? I know the answer. I would pick Sorum. I actually would pick Sorum. I have so many questions. And part <laughs> of me... I'm actually at a point in my life now where uh, I'm ready to iron things out and move past some shit. But uh, I would like to criticize him for, you know, stealing my song, winning a Grammy and uh, all the <laughs> fucking over so many of our friends and being such a vile prick his whole life. But other than that, I'm ready to put everything aside. Okay, I'm going to need the uh, backstory off the, oh, air. There's, off the yeah, air. Off the off the air. There's so much stuff. He's been a, a theme theme in our lives for like mm -hmm. 10 years, I feel like. Yeah. Something like that. A long time. So I think my answer would be uh, Matt Sorum. Wow. And other than that. I thought for sure you would have chosen just because of the gay thing. <laughs> I thought it was a no-brainer, to be honest. You almost walked out of it. Fuck! Almost. thought it was a no-brainer, but... <laughs> I'm going to dedicate this to you, Todd. This motherfucker. That's you this time. <laughs> I'm I'm okay with being that cool. motherfucker. Uh, quickly, I also want to welcome and thank our new patron John Sear. Thank you very much for the uh, for joining the Patreon effort. And if anyone else wants to join, you can go to Patreon.com/slash/RareFormRadio. You can follow Darren at Dnelly Radio. You can follow Todd Newman on Instagram at Todd Newman. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was lovely having you back, my friend. Yeah, it was lovely being here. Thank Thanks you. Thanks again for uh, for starting the show. And um, thank you you've for been inviting missed. me. Of course. Well, I will try and pop in now and again. Weekly. 
No. Todd is announcing Weekly's his return <laughs> to <laughs> Rare Form Radio. Weekly is not going to happen. <laughs> no, it was awesome having you back. Thank you. It was uh, great to be here. Uh, you've been missed. Uh, I've seen you throughout the last few months. Yes. Like, we've talked plenty, yes. but it's good to have my partner back for a day. Well, thank you for having me. Of course. Uh, thank Darren, you, Darren, thank you. Thank you. Um, try to be smarter next week. I will. Um, or actually... Be dumber, because that was so fucking funny. And you were loved. <clears throat> People got mad at me last week. Um, they were joking, right? I don't know. I, I, got, I was told multiple times to be nicer to you. It's a, it's a gag, folks. Well, no, I was angry. Uh, <laughs> no, I was not angry. What happened? So we started the show. I did the intro. I had uh, Lisa and Johnny here. And Darren started talking. Like at, During the intro, he was like, uh, I went to college in 1990 or something. They're just... Out of nowhere, <laughs> he's yeah, yeah. talking about college, and it was funny. And well, every show needs a Jessica, absolutely, and that's it. A douche hound, yeah, douche hound. <laughs> and um, and then I introduced them. Darren didn't uh, clap, and <laughs> so I yelled at him for not clapping. But people were like, "You need to." Be. I got public messages and private messages being like, "Really, you need to be nicer to Darren." I'm like, "I love Darren." It was a total joke. That's funny. Yeah, you guys don't know that Darren gets like chauffeured around by me like i pick him up i drop him off i buy him buy food me, buy me food yeah buy him beer like a, I love him i saw that before are you drinking a sam adams while we're yeah. doing this that's so such a it's the rule thing though also it's like what a sam adams yeah isn't it no it ain't it's a boston thing it's a boston thing that's that rule i said you can i'll buy you beer you, and just, you can drink you, it you just made it worse for me actually <laughs> Dude, he starts every show with a bottle of sam adams and a bowl of clam chowder <laughs> chowder yeah. yeah chowder dude and then you give him a ride in your car that's it they're in the car you don't want to go to harvard you're going to fucking lemonster where you going brother um all right todd thank you buddy thank Good you to see you darren and uh love you and we'll see everybody else next week see ya. this is lola and i'm here to tell the world to stop being such pussies and listen to rare form radio